Revolution, a show to empower, enlighten, and entertain divas and those that love us. your host, Deb St. Hilaire. Hello. <laughs> Frog's got my throat. Everybody's had that sickness. I don't know if you've noticed it or not. A lot of people hacking and coughing. Have you noticed it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed it too. In fact, I've been one of them. It's, oh, somebody has my page with the holes in it. Who has a page with the holes in? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But I take notes on it and then I stick it right in the book. Okay, Misty stole my page. Hey, you guys, our app's not working right, and it's because every time Apple or um, the Android stuff gets updated, our guy has to update the app. And in order to do that, he has to reformat it, send it to Apple, and then wait for them to approve the changes. So just think about how many have to go through that. So it's not ready yet, but it should be. He said by Friday they should have approved it. So hang in there. Um, if you haven't updated your phone yet, you can still listen listen on it, and you can listen at a computer. So there. You have no excuse. No excuse. Welcome to the Devolution Show. It is already the 8th of December, which is kind of scary. It's, you know, Christmas is... Oh, my God. And then it's going to be 2016. Usually it takes me forever to start writing that. And today I had to make out a check, and I wrote 2016. <laughs> Watch, I'll start writing 2017 when the, when the year changes. If you would like to call in and talk to um, one of our guests, or if you do have something to say, you can call in. Now, (laughs) so today is also National Brownie Day, and Misty brought us some brownies. Yes, I did. Did you bake those ones with the candy canes on? Yes, I did. The double chocolate peppermint. Nice. Yes, I did. Good job. But brownies are brownies, but homemade ones are best. That sounds like a, a theme. A brownies are brownies, but homemade are best. And it's also pretend to be a time traveler day. Huh? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a great time with that. I was thinking Marty McFly. Yeah. Or the professor. We just watched one of those. So anyway, exciting. It's an exciting day. And it's another exciting day because we have... Our, one of our newest sponsors, Dave Dyke from Growers Choice Insurance Company here. Welcome, Dave. Thank you. You're, I'm so happy that you're here, yes. And we also have, for the first time on our show, Nicole Royer. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So it's hopefully going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We're planning on it, yeah. yes. 
Yes, and um, we're going to give Dave some time to talk about what he does and why he does it. And, Nicole, we're going to visit with you first. You have a very interesting um, little gig going on, don't you? I do. I love what I do. And tell us what you do, and then tell us how you got into that. Okay. So I am a startup business coach, and I help early-stage startups or entrepreneurs who are um, people who work within corporations who are looking to start startups. So under the umbrella of the major corporation, they're looking to kind of build some new innovation. And I got involved in that back in 2003. I was approached by somebody who was mentoring me, and they'd recently invested in a couple of companies that were in various stages of falling apart. Hmm. Um, And he said, I don't have time to deal with this. I want you to deal with it for me. So in about two weeks, he kind of gave me the crash course in business and you know, fed me to the wolves. And I came out really well. About six months later, two of the businesses started turning profit. Nice. And then within a couple of years, they were both over a million dollars in profits. We need to so. talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hand this woman a check. So that's a, that's a very cool. So you, um, what, how, what do you owe that success to, do you think? Just um, the way you think? or Yeah, I started creating businesses when I was four. And my huh. first business was an utter failure, and thankfully my parents were privy to what I was doing. I had seen on TV that a good way to make money from watching old movies was set up a kissing booth, and so <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I said I made a sign, fifteen cents a kiss, and <laughs> sat out in my front yard. And a few minutes later, my parents came out and shut me down. <laughs> But Are the little rascals you used to have kissing Yeah, I know. Booths? That was probably my inspiration. Yeah. But I love that show. But then that, that, that was probably my inspiration. But from that, I mean, I started a neighborhood recycling program that became the community recycling program wow. when I was seven. Um, and I just, I, I helped build a coffee house when I was in middle school and high school where we had live entertainment every other week. And from there, I've just always been So it's been just interested. the way you think. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that interesting? So you're doing what you should be doing. I think so. I was a psychology student. Um, I actually originally was an entomology student because I love playing with bugs. I'm a backyard scientist. And then um, fell into this and have stuck with it ever since. Huh. You're not going to plant any, are you? Get it? <laughs> Come on, Dave. Give us a little it. laugh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so that is very interesting. So good for you. It's been fun so far. I've been doing it for about 13 years and have no plan on not being my own boss anytime soon. Right. So how do you get new clients? Um, I used to get a lot by word of mouth. Over the past year, I've really had to start marketing and doing some sales for myself, and that's hard. I am why not do you good think, at that. Why do you think it changed? Well, I used to be connected to some investors that are no longer, they're, they're kind of retired, uh, they're, they're no longer active. Um, and then I was working in government contract work up until about 2008. So I had a lot of word of mouth from um, businesses that wanted to do contracts with the government and didn't know how to do that. So I acted as a liaison, helped them kind of promote their company, build it to the point where they could bid for those jobs. And 2008 hit and a lot of those dried mm-hmm. up. So I've had to completely pivot where I wanted my business, you know, where it was to what it is now. And, you know, I for small companies, branding really wasn't even something that people talked about 10 years ago. No, digital marketing has changed the business world. I mean, altogether, especially in the past about seven or eight years with the introduction of social media. That has, I mean, that, that really has changed business. 
you have to stand out and be recognizable and foremost in people's minds. And that brings you a lot of business, I would imagine. Yeah, you have to build the right reputation. And with the internet, you know, think back 20 years ago, you would have an encyclopedia salesman come to your front door. You know, they would know that you had a new birth in the family and that's when you bought encyclopedias and you just expected that. And that's where you made a lot of those sales or through infomercials or through the yellow pages. Well, it's not like that anymore. Are there even yellow pages anymore? There are. Hmm. There are. I use them actually. Oh. I still use them. But um, now you have to, you know, you Google everything. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a good business presence, you're not going to be found. You're not going and, you know, people don't like cold calls anymore. They don't like when you come to their door to try and sell something or even if you send them an email and try and sell something. So you have to be a little bit more creative in your approach and you have to really personalize your, your approach to that customer and make it about them. Make so them that's see the what value. you do. Well, that's part of what I do. But um, with the whole branding aspect, I do a lot of digital market marketing coaching and consulting because that's where a lot of um, small businesses and existing businesses that are looking to grow, that that's the element that they're missing. Mm -hmm. Right. And you almost have to have a mind like yours in order to encompass that because that's, I mean, there's so many things that a small business owner has to do. Yeah, you have to be willing to put a certain amount of your extra time into continued education because everything changes so quickly. And, what, you know, you can build a website and Google's going to change an algorithm and in a year it's going to be obsolete. So you have to stay on top of that. You have to know which social media channels target your, your actual market and you need to go there and that'll change. So there, there are a lot of moving pieces that you have to stay on top of. And that's a lot of what I do is just research for my clients because they don't have... They don't have that knowledge and they don't know where to go to get that knowledge. So as as the media changes, um, the social media changes, do you and one becomes rather overused or people aren't aren't using it as much and they move on. For example, um, Periscope is brand new. Do you keep everything that you were doing and add it or do you? I mean, think about it. In two years, I'm going to have to spend 40% of my time doing social media if new things keep coming up. Yeah. So with uh, Periscope's a good example. Periscope came out for, I know, Android users in July. And I was an early adopter. I started using it right away. It's not right for every business to use Periscope. So you have to really determine who your audience is. If you're targeting consumers, if you're a business-to-consumer company, Periscope's probably a great place for you to be on. Um, if you're a personal trainer, a nutritionist, um, a financial advisor, those are really good markets for Periscope right now. And you, But it is getting saturated pretty, pretty mm, quickly. Already. So there is um, Meerkat, which is similar to Periscope. It's a program that came out about the same time, does, has the same functionality. Um, so a lot of people are jumping over to Meerkat because it's a little bit less known. But one of the biggest things that I always tell people is you don't know what's coming next. So keep your options open. But I, I really don't recommend clients be on every social media channel. It, you're not going to get results if you do that. You can only focus really on one or two and be successful. If you try and spread yourself too thin, you're not going to post regularly. You're not going to be engaging <sighs> enough. That's really good. <laughs> so what about Blab? Have you played with that at all? I haven't. That's new. And there's another new one coming out that's video, too. There are a lot of them. Wow. Um, Snapchat is actually, for especially for businesses, that's becoming I a really... I haven't even played with that I one I love yet. Snapchat. Oh, yeah. 
I really like using Snapchat. Um, You know, it had a bad reputation as kind of being more like a dating app. Um, You know, the pictures go away in 24 hours. You can take a picture of whatever you want. But I see a lot more businesses that are Hmm. being really engaging there. Um, The Green Bay Packers, I'm a huge Packers fan, and they are so engaging on Periscope Hmm. and on um, Snapchat. They snap little videos before the game. They show the team warming up. They show them in the locker room. See, that's room. exciting, isn't it? It was kind of like our warm-up here where mm-hmm. people could listen a little bit before we actually came on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people want to feel a part of a brand, uh-huh. and that's what it comes down to. And social media is just a way to see what happens behind the scenes and build that trust. And that's really what social me- social media is for a business. It's a way for you to build trust and reputation for your customers. They, they don't really buy through social media, but you gain their trust. And that's really important. And people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Exactly. So right now, should we be scoping this? I thought about it. I really did. I was going to bring my tripod and everything, but I didn't know. I have a tripod, and I've been arguing with myself back and forth because we're radio. Should we be video, too? So you say yes. I say If you think it would add value, if you can show behind the scenes, like the little, you know, everybody kind of mingling before the show, that's a great time to to use Periscope because it preps people for the show. Um, It kind of gives them another reminder that, you know, you're getting ready to go on air. So this is kind of the show before the show. They get to interact with you on a a little bit more of a one-on-one basis. And I could have, like, introduced you and say that you were going to be on, and and I could have introduced Dave. You could have. I set up – I use a lot of automation programs. So I set up, before I came here, um, a tweet, a Facebook post, a LinkedIn post, and an Instagram post to go out at um, 6.55 to let my audience know to tune in in five minutes. So Nice. <laughs> Very smart. She's got it together, doesn't she? Yeah, I can. I think you're our new best friend. Yes. Yeah, we're you came it's funny how um the universe brings you exactly what you need when yeah. you need it, doesn't yeah. it? So we're extra glad you're here. Good. Yes. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. So say I was opening a restaurant. Listen to this all you new restaurant people cuz new restaurants open all the time. And if you want to set yourself apart, how would one do that? What, what, what would be the first thing that they should do? So f- I'm actually working with a restaurant right now. And one of the things that I just found in this past week in research, our food posts are the most engaging for a restaurant. So if you have food posts, pictures of the food, pictures of the people serving the food, pictures of people eating the food, your engagement is going to skyrocket. Um, restaurants don't do well with other posts. So you want to take mm. a lot of pictures of your food. And people having fun eating it. Yeah, and people eating it. And that's huh. that's really the best thing for social media. Um, you want to be on the the channels that are more visual. So Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter is um, you know here and gone in a second, so it's not going to do as well for a restaurant. Periscope would be good because you can kind of show the behind the scenes. So if you have a restaurant and you want to show a plating, you can use Periscope to do that. And that's a little bit more engaging. And that way people, because people are becoming more in tune with what we eat and where it comes from. So if they see the plating, they're going to, that's an added trust factor. So video can be really good for that too. Good point. That is really good. What about a dentist? Um, dentist. 
So de- I I have a fear of dentists. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? What would make I you do. more comfortable? Oh, gosh. Um, all the laughing gas in the world. Um, <laughs> for, for dentists, because this is this is the reality with dentists. They are feared, and they, do, they shouldn't be. And um, what they need to show is people smiling, people in relaxing situations, and give enough information to make people comfortable, but not enough to make them queasy. So... <laughs> No, there's open, a fine line. Yeah, there's there a fine line there. So if you're showing somebody, you can't show them with their mouth hanging open in the chair, laying back. That's going to make people uncomfortable because that's they pictured themselves in that position. So you want to kind of figure out what would make people more comfortable. So what position can you show as a dentist that would be real life that the person can engage with and see themselves at that is more comfortable? So sitting up, talking to the dentist, smiling, both mm-hmm. of them smiling, would be a lot more engaging. Not crying when you're paying the Not bill crying. on the way out. No, <laughs> no needles, no, no blood. But yeah, smiling people. Smiling people sell. With beautiful teeth, yeah. Exactly. What about an insurance company? An insurance company. So that's a hard market because it's very saturated. So you have to really build brand loyalty in order to keep your current clients and to bring on new customers. And you know, one of the best ways to do that is just consistent posting, educating people about your services and what you offer. So what you wanna do is you want to cover all of your bases. So one thing that I always tell all of my clients is you can't attract everybody at the same time with the same message. You really have to target your message. So for an insurance company, um, say it's it's health insurance and there's a new baby on the way. You wanna talk specifically to those that new family, how, what do, what are their needs? How do you communicate to new, you know, a new family? Because it's going to be very different than retiring seniors. So you have to take that into consideration. And like I said, target your message for each line of business differently, because if you try to market to everybody, you'll market to nobody. Right. That's the truth. So what kind of marketing do you do, Dave? Uh, Any type of marketing that, well, excuse me, help us sell insurance. Do you, do you do any of those like Instagram or yeah, Pinterest have, and Twitter? We have a Facebook page. We do post to that occasionally. And that helps, I'm sure. Yeah. For insurance, you're a business to consumer and you're also a business to business. So you have to look at multiple channels. So Facebook's going to be great for reaching consumers, but it's not going to be your best bet for best bet for business. Um, if you're not on LinkedIn, I suggest you create a LinkedIn business page. Are you? And be, we are. Yeah, okay, I thought really, so. Be really, really active. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that you're posting a couple times a week. If you're if you have a blog, publish it on LinkedIn as well. Publish it on Medium. Look for different platforms where you can reuse that content because that'll just expand mm-hmm. your market. You can have Katie doing that. Definitely. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> Should be good at it too. I agree. Yeah. So that's that was really good advice. Yeah. Thank you. So um, when you what does your normal day look like? I don't have a normal day. Um, one of the one of the benefits of working for myself is I can be a little bit flexible. I do try to keep, you know, a routine. So I normally start about seven thirty. I check up on all of the news articles that land in my inbox, all of my newsletters that I follow, and and kind of just catch up on the world around me, the business world, because like I said, it's always changing. I normally make sure that all of my social media is um, posted or scheduled for the next few days. I try to get that a few days ahead of time, and that way I can react with my audience in real time instead of worrying about posting and reacting. 
Um, and then I, I kind of, I, I really schedule, I block my time. My time is very precious to me. So I, I block out my, my, um, time in about 50 minute increments with 10 minutes of break. So I'll do either a project work for a client or I'll do consultation calls and then a lot of research, a lot of marketing. So it just, it depends on where the need is. Lately, I've been doing a ton of business development and a ton of writing because I'm working on four different courses for next year. So that's been taking a lot of my time lately. Yes. But it's necessary. It's like you have to plant the seeds in order for them to grow. Yes. Exactly. And um, 2016 for me is just, it's what I've been working for for the past, this last quarter. I, I, I didn't do a whole lot of new clients. I didn't take on a whole a whole lot of new business because I'm really planning for a big push with a, a change in my business for 2016. So. Are you rebranding? I have been. Um, so for me, branding has been really difficult up until about a year ago. I've I was under Royer Services, which is kind of blah, I guess. You know, there, it's not real descriptive. It's, it's you don't know what it is. Enough, it's not personal enough. It's not personal. And I had a hard time wanting to brand my own name because it felt kind of showy and I'm not a real showy person. And I decided that, you know what, I am marketing myself. I'm, I I do have staff, but it's me that's out there talking to the clients and they need to be comfortable with me. And so I decided to change my name to start up with Nicole at the end of last year. And this year I've just been working to build that brand as itself as a standalone, which has taught me a lot. So I've, I've written a lot this year and um, actually we'll be releasing a, a course next Monday on how to build your personal brand because that's one of the things that I learned in this whole process was thankfully I had that platform where if people Googled me, they could find things. But I realized that that wasn't the case for a lot of people trying to find opportunity. Very good. And, you know, any more um, you see more and more coaches like the name of my coaching business is sky's the limit coaching but who's gonna find that you know you don't google sky's the you google deborah st hilaire Mm -hmm. so more and more people are using their name as their brand now than ever before yeah that's that's something that i've noticed when i was doing a lot of um research into who my competitors were and who was doing really well in these industries they were all Mm self-branded and that kind of helped me get over that that fear of, of seeming showy and, um, you know, putting myself out there without an ego as my own brand has been, you know, something that I, I feel is hard to work around unless you do it the right way. There are a lot of people that are self-branded that come off as showy. Right. And um, like I said, so there is a line there that you need to be aware of so that you can be engaging and relate to people the right way as your own brand because everything comes down to you essentially that's absolutely correct very interesting mm-hmm. and very good advice too um yeah. really, good. really good do you have a question to ask becky um i have a million questions to ask. you only can pick one. Oh, okay um oh geez this is i just wonder um if you could give any advice to someone that wanted to get into marketing, what would be your advice to that person? So marketing is a very, very broad field. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you need to do is really narrow it down. Um, one of the things that's really becoming 
like the prevalent push in business is having a specific niche. So not just marketing, but what kind of marketing do you want to do? And then you, you basically need to start creating content. You need to be thought of as a thought leader. You need to brand yourself as the expert in that field in order to find those opportunities. So write in a blog, create an ebook, um, figure out, you know, take some classes to learn how to do your own graphics or hire somebody on Fiverr or Upwork to do that for you. And, and really figure out, oh, and get your own do- domain with your name. Um, that's really important too. That way you can brand yourself as that expert. So when you go for that opportunity, you have a chance. If, if I Googled you right now and you were trying to get a marketing job and you didn't have anything, you would be in the reject pile right away. So you want to keep that from happening. Um, another thing, tell everybody that you know what your goals are because they can connect you, you know, to those opportunities. If you don't, you know, you don't have to be egotistical, but if you share, hey, I'm looking to get into marketing, do you know anybody or can you recommend me to anybody? You'll realize that a lot of people really do want to help and they'll connect you to people. Very good advice. How about you, Misty? Do you have any questions? Well, just to kind of tail skirt on that, um, what if you are just entering into that field and you had said, you know, if you don't have the credentials or you don't have, you know, the, the backing for, for that position, how do you get into that? You had given a few ideas as far as um, creating the blog and the ebook, um, but how do you really penetrate that kind of a field without that a professional background, marketing, marketing field? field? Correct. So there are a lot of free courses online. And that's where I always recommend anybody looking to get into anything new Udemy for them to start. is an excellent place. I love, I love Udemy. There are a ton of um, free places. So HubSpot is... Um, Help. Spot. Hub. HubSpot. Hub oh, yeah. they are they, really good. They're really good. And they have a free inbound marketing course that I recommend everybody who is related to marketing and anything or has their own business take that course because you will learn all of the processes for doing social media, um, email marketing, running a blog, doing content, and how to reach your audience just by taking that course. And then from there, you, you do the steps. You build your website. You write the right content. You figure out who you need to talk to, and you talk directly to them. And one of the things that, like, like and you'll hear me say this a lot if you ever talk to me you know, off of here, um, you need to target a specific person. So have one specific person in mind that you can write down all the details about their gender, their name, their age, what they do, what their hobbies are, because that's going to make it easier for you to write your content. And... Um, so you build your website, you start writing regularly about what you want to be involved in, what angle of business you want to be involved in. You start social media pages and you start engaging. And one of the one of the best things that I ever learned was don't be afraid to contact people in your industry at the top level because what you're going to realize is they actually do want to help you. And you can find mentors who have been doing it for 20 years who will give you as much advice as you want for free. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, isn't that funny how how that happens and that's really the case they people that have been doing that job that are getting ready to retire want young fresh people knowing what's going on in the business they're happy to talk about it they're yeah. not they don't see you as a, as competition no they're they're looking for mentorship opportunities i know i said um on a board for a women in leadership organization and the ones that are retired or getting ready to retire they're looking for active men- mentorship. And those, I mean, that's not just happening here, that's happening everywhere. So you can reach out to whatever company, ideally you'd like to work for and find a mentor. Mm-hmm. Very good. 
I think that's I think that's gonna keep happening more and more as because there's so many baby boomers that are gonna be retiring mm-hmm. and so many times in a marketing position especially you don't learn all that in school. There you no. don't learn all of that from a book. You learn it from experience. Yeah. Marketing is a field and sales that are changing so rapidly mm-hmm. that by the time you graduate, everything I mean, a lot of it's obsolete. And if I would have taken marketing in college and, you know, got a marketing degree back, you know, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have now. mattered because everything's digital marketing now and they don't teach that. Right. And it's really hard to stay on top of. So that's absolutely right. Sad, though. Yeah, it's sad that it changes <laughs> so fast. It changes way too fast. Mm-hmm. And even people that graduate with um, some type of communications degree or computer degrees. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at how fast that technology changes. Do you have a question, Dave? I do not. Anybody have a question for Nicole? I do. Yeah, I I guess um, I'm hearing a lot about and reading a lot about women mentoring women. Do uh, what's the difference between women mentoring women and possibly men versus men, do men mentor men? the same way I mean what's what's the what's the gender difference I guess is the issue so women normally seek out mentoring a lot more than men um, I love I work in a lot of male-dominated industries I find for, for me because I work with a lot of engineers it's it's easy for me the way that I think um, very analytically meshes with how they think but you like I said you don't see as many men reaching out for those opportunities but a lot more companies so Right now, we're at a point where we have four generations in the workplace all at once, and this is the first time that that's really happened. So hmm. there, there's a big disconnect between some of those generations, and a lot of companies are starting to actively pair different generations with mentors in order to kind of bridge some of those gaps. So you'll see a lot more um, male-focused mentoring because of that. But like I said, right now, it, they just don't um, seem to seek it out. There aren't as many male leadership organizations as female leadership organizations. So that, that topic really isn't being approached as much. And maybe it will be. That really interesting stuff. We have a wonderful guest, Nicole Royer. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Dave a little bit with Growers Choice Insurance. So we're going to relax. You do the same. We'll be back in just a few seconds. Divas are going to refill their wine glasses. The Devolution Show will be right back. The Devolution Show just celebrated its one-year anniversary. The show currently has over 6,000 downloads and growing every day. The Devolution Show is broadcasted live on W4Divas.com and TheDevolution.com from our studio every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. The shows are all available for download on iTunes, iHeart, and Spreaker. If you'd like to join us or become an advertiser, please call 989-402-4627. Stambaugh Appliance, located at 408 Columbus Avenue. They carry most major brands, install, and service all of their sales. They're hometown owned and operated and have been in business for over 65 years. 989-893-4676 or visit them at stambaughappliance.com. 
Let LC Makeup Artistry help you believe in your own beauty. Professional makeup artist and medical esthetician. She's an award winner for her airbrush makeup, skin care treatments, and hair removal. Call Laura at 989-493-2607 or visit her online at lcmakeupartistry.com. Fun, friends, and a good time just starts to describe the enjoyment of the Sunrise Pedal Trolley. We offer a new and unique way to travel around Bay City and experience our area's culture, history, specialty, and antique shops. And of course, the Sunrise Pedal Trolley is a 15-person, people-powered bike. Whether you're out on a wine walk, trying the newest micro beer, or just out to have some fun, we offer an experience like no other. Our riders pick the stops before we begin, making each tour different. To book a tour, visit sunrisepedaltrolley.com. For a financial planner, call Nate Brown with Brown Financial. He's a comprehensive fee-only planning service specializing in retirement, estate, wealth, tax, college, and social security planning. He also does active portfolio management, will review your IRA, 401k, and 403b rollovers. Contact us at 989-493-2940 or visit our website at www.browncompfinancial.com. Ask about our diva deal and get a free bottle of wine. Wendell's Home and Design, making home design affordable. Located at 5260 East Pickard Street, Mount Pleasant. Call them at 989-772-2914. Hi, this is Ashley from Two Men in a Truck, Bay City. We are the movers who care. Give us a call at 989-895-5252 for all your moving needs. Boxes, packing supplies, no move is too big or small for us. Visit us at www.twomen.com. This is Coach Charlie Cousins with Cousins Martial Arts. We offer classes from ages 2 to 12 for our kids, and we also offer adult classes. You can reach us at 989-297-8558 or on our website. That's CousinsMMA.com, C-O-S-E-N-S-M-M-A.com. We have a 30-day free trial always in effect. And ask us about our Diva Deal. Rowers Choice Insurance. They're located at 2880 East Beaver Road. Cacallan, Michigan, toll-free 800-768-9377. Some of the insurance products that they offer are home, auto, boat, RV, ATV, motorcycle, rental housing, business, farm, umbrella, flood, crop, life, long-term care, health, and disability. Ask for your Diva deal and get a free clipboard with built-in calculator. That's Grower's Choice Insurance. Base Camp is Bay City's best choice in fitness. Visit us at 515 Adam Street in downtown Bay City. Look for the red awnings between the one-ways behind historic Larson Salvage. If you're looking for an artistic women's portraiture company where she can bring out the best in you aside that you want other people to see, then you need to call Indigo Moon. Each setting is designed especially for you. The number is 989-708-6776. Not the run-of-the-mill portraiture company. Indigo Moon. Call Chandra. Wine glasses are full. The divas are ready. Now back to the Devolution Show. That was a nice little break. Quiet break. It was. It was kind of boring, actually. <laughs> we need to look into this. We have a, 
<laughs> I don't know if so I don't know what it is. Something came back from the shop wrong, but we can get it fixed. So anyway, I think it's kind of fun hearing us getting ready for the show. I, I might even play like softer music so that we can so that people can hear us talk. The only thing is then we have to really watch what we're saying. <laughs> we can't like cuss and stuff and and you know what a cusser I am. I'm a cusser. I am. So anyway, we we are here on um, National Brownie Day, and Misty made us some brownies. And it's also pretend to be a time traveler day. We're going to play that right now. We're going to take roles. I'm going to assign a role. You are from ancient Egypt. You are from the year 2080. Oh, I get to be in forward time. Yes. You are from the Renaissance. And Dave, you are from now. Good place to be. Yes. <laughs> and I am going to be from from when Tiny Tim was was there. And he, the Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas carol. That's what I'm going to be. From England. Huzzah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? And how are you today, Becky? I'm telling you with my mind. <laughs> She's telling us with her mind. I don't understand her. You can do that in my time. Yes, in 2080, we will, we will just, our lips will not have to move. Think how much nicer our lipstick will stay. Isn't that right, Misty? I take time to answer you, but I'm too busy eating grapes and relaxing, having my servants wait on me as Miss Queen Sheba. I see that guy fan. I see the gentleman fanning you. <laughs> Too funny. No time for you, peasant. <laughs> she's going to be telling. She's going to be telling us to go build a pyramid pretty soon. I'm going to call her a sarcophagus. So, what's it like this century, Mr. Dark? It's pretty good right now. I'm on my second glass of wine. <laughs> but it is empty. His, oh, heaven forbid, his wine glass is empty. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your business, will you? Certainly. Yeah, our business started in the year 2004, and I had previously worked for a financial company selling crop insurance to farmers. Um, so I decided to start my own agency in 2004, and uh, we sold multi-parallel crop insurance to farm clients. And then in 2007, we expanded our business to include all lines of insurance. So we not only sell to farmers, but to everybody else, uh, personal insurance, business insurance. Uh, right now, we're currently working on a lot of health insurance quotes and renewals and trying to get everybody lined up with a uh, the right health insurance policy for them. Uh, most health insurance policies have gone up in cost, uh, and so have the deductibles. So there's a, a big need for shopping around to see, to make sure that your policy fits what your family needs. So you carry many companies. A person can come in and look at all the companies that you have and choose the one that's right for them. Yes, we're known as independent agents. So we do business with more than one uh, insurance companies. So that gives us the opportunity to find the best coverage for you and the best price. 
Very good. Very good. So, Miss Renaissance lady, what kind of insurance are you looking for today? Horse insurance. Horse insurance? Horse. 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 Insurance. For your horse. For my jousting horse. We've got you covered. <laughs> do, you, do you cover jousters as well? Definitely. <laughs> Big liability. <laughs> that was pretty quick. That was pretty quick thinking, Nicole. Bravo. Well, I'm a big fan of Renaissance festivals. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Put that turkey leg down. <laughs> More wine. <laughs> so you've so you've been doing this for approximately eleven years now. Correct. I, I had did it for uh, seven years prior to that, working for somebody else. So I've got a, quite a few years of experience. Very good. And your building is very nice. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I pass by it often. And you're located where? We're on Beaver Road in Cockallen, uh, between M13 and Two Mile. And I imagine somebody with a crop that's that was, look, you do insure many crops. Is that correct? We do, yes. And those people are very comfortable there because it's rather an industrial-looking building. It is, yeah. It, it originally On was, the outside. Yeah. Originally was a party store. Aha. Uh-huh. And then became uh, a financing company. And then we took it over. And how long have you been there? We've been there for five years. And it's very nice, very nice. You Thank have you. it fixed very nicely. So if we wanted a quote on, let's say, our jousting or horse insurance or our dwelling, perhaps, we would call you and ask you for a quote. Correct. Yep. And where, what number would we call? Well, our toll-free number is 800-768-9377. To insure with you, must we live in Michigan? Yes. Okay. We can live anywhere in Michigan. Definitely. Is open enrollment over yet? It's not. It, December 8th? I thought it's Open enrollment soon, is over for the Medicare policies. Those are for people age 65 and over. Uh, but those that are younger than 65, we have actually until the end of January to get you enrolled. But oftentimes what happens is uh, insurance, health insurance policies start over as far as the deductibles go the first of the year. So you want to get signed up for a different insurance policy by December 15th because you don't want to have to start over again with your deductible on your health insurance policy. So now's the time here in the next week if if you're uh, interested in taking a look at all the different companies that we offer for health insurance, which includes uh, Blue Cross, Priority Health, Health Plus, Humana, and Aetna. Wow, that's... Yes, we have a lot of choices yes. at Grower's Choice. Ah, yeah. aha. There you go. That's very, He used the word choice several times. I like that. I think that's marketing. It is. It's it good is. Branding. <laughs> branding? Like very it. good branding. So very good. And if they mention the Diva deal, they get a phenomenal clipboard with a built-in calculator. That's right. I sounded like, what's her name? Ethel Merman. <laughs> Uh, the built-in calculator. Right. That way you can count all your savings on your calculator. Oh, very good. I like that. And, the, you know, that would come in handy for a lot of things. That it does. It, I would imagine it would. So we thank you for being here. Thank you for being one of our new advertisers. We're really happy to have you. Thank you for inviting me. Good. And what is there some advice you would like to give people? You know, I know that some people think that they don't need health insurance. Mm-hmm. 
um, what would you say to a person that thinks like that? You know, they're healthy. They don't need it. What would you say to that person? Well, what could happen if you don't have health insurance and you do have uh, an unfortunate accident or event? And let's say you have to go to the hospital and the cost of that bill is normally uh, could be they could garnish your wages. In other words, take any money to pay for that bill. Uh, So you really don't want that to happen because you you really want to transfer the risk of that happening to the insurance company. And uh, sure, health insurance uh, premiums are high, but can you imagine what it would cost to have a hospital bill for just one day in the hospital? Ooh, a lot, huh? Yeah, I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars. So why not spend that and make sure you're covered? Definitely. Be proactive instead of reactive. Yep, and and if you don't have health insurance, uh, now this is the second year that you would actually get a fine from the IRS if you don't have health insurance. It's uh, $600 or 2% of your gross income. So So why not spend that on health insurance? Yeah, a lot of good reasons to do it. Correct. So they can call you and um, get a quote. It doesn't mean that they have to go with you. Correct. Yep, it, there's no cost or obligation to get a quote, and it, it only takes about five to ten minutes to actually get a quote. All we oh, need excellent. is your uh, date of birth and zip code. And one thing good about the the new um, Affordable Care Act is pre-existing conditions do not matter anymore. And that's huge, isn't it? Definitely. And then also, we can also help to see whether or not you qualify for a subsidy to help you pay for the insurance premium. And you do all that right there. Oh, that's really nice. Mm -hmm. So that means if you have had some type of illness in the past Mm -hmm. or even right now, Mm -hmm. you can still get covered. And that was not the case just three years ago before this happened. So that I thought that was the biggest, that's the biggest change in insurance in Obamacare, isn't it? It is. And then you don't get charged any more than a healthy person. See, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And I hope that if you if you don't have insurance right now and you do have a history of illness, and you know a lot of people might not have been aware of that, mm-hmm. please reconsider because just one visit to the hospital could wipe you wipe you clean. Definitely. So so deductibles went up too. Prices and deductibles went up, right? Yeah, you can choose a deductible on your policy um, as low as $100 and as much as $12,000. And then if you choose a higher deductible plan, you can also do what's called a health savings account in which the government will give you a tax break if you choose a health savings account And that's plan. where you set aside money every month into an account and you have a special debit card or whatever to use only for health related things correct and you're not taxed on any of that uh, interest or on any of that money that you put in the account you get a tax break for doing that see this is really important information and if you if we have questions and stuff is it okay to call definitely so keep that in mind you know he knows what there is to know and things are different and um i'd call you and ask you questions 800-768-9377. 800-768-9377. And what's your name? It's Dave. And what's the name of your company? Grower's Choice Insurance. Good. Thank you for being here. Those are, you know, it, w- one day, really, we should have a whole show on insurance yeah. because it's so tricky. And probably once a year we should do it because it changes every year, too, doesn't it? It does. Would you come back and do a show with us on insurance? Yeah, yeah, as long as there's wine involved. Okay. <laughs> wine and brownies. There you go. And 
And next time, if it's on time traveler day, you may have to have a role. Definitely. What role would you like? Oh, boy, that's a good question. I think I'd want to be a future guy. In okay. the future. See you there. you yeah. can be from the... Right now, we're going to give him a role. I think right now, you can be from the year 2020. It's not too far, Ed, and yet far enough. Always fascinated about the future. Huh. So, Nicole. Yes? What word of advice would you give to somebody that was just starting a business and it was one where they had to use their name, say a coaching business, because that's, I'm going to go back here, because that seems to be really popular right now. It does. And overwhelming. I mean, there are bazillions of them. What advice would you give to that person? I hope you're listening, Danielle. So really with as saturated as that field is, and it's saturated in multiple fields. You can be a health coach. You can be a personal coach. You can be a career coach. You can be a startup coach. You really have to differentiate yourself and find something that's unique about your business that stands out and really, really talks to your specific customers or your ideal customers. You don't want to work with just anybody when you're a coach. That's one of the benefits of being a coach is you want to help people. And so you do have that ideal client in mind. So you have to really figure out what's the best way to reach them? What language do they speak? What, how do they like information to be presented to them? And then do that. And like I said, because the field's so saturated, it's, it can be a little bit tricky. So you have to talk to your customers and see what they like and what they don't like and kind of pivot to, to fit whatever their needs are. Very good. So and what social media should they use? Well, it, it would really depend. So if they are a coach that is looking to work with individuals, consumers, they can use Facebook, they can use Instagram, they can use Pinterest, um, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube. Those are really good ones. If you are trying to target a business, you have to be on LinkedIn because that's where you meet business people. You can also do Facebook, Periscope, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. You're just not going to have as much of a business following on those social media markets. So, yeah, so business coaching, you have to pick your niche and then your social media. Very true. Where are you? Um, I am on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope. And where do we usually talk? We, we talk on Facebook, and um, it's fun. <laughs> and, and on LinkedIn, I, I, um, I recommend you for stuff, too. Yeah. And, you know, that's... Let's talk about that for a minute. Of course. Because I think LinkedIn is very underutilized. Oh, it is. I'm actually, um, I'll be doing a, a class on that in uh, next month. People don't realize the capabilities with LinkedIn and how you need to be on there because you don't know who you'll connect with. So recently I t um, kind of challenged myself to get 25 new people, 25 new connections every week. And so I just started reaching out to people that I didn't know who interested me. And I'm not pitching them my business or anything. I am reaching out to them and saying, I want to learn more about you. I want to know what you're doing, what you want, because I want to be able to connect you with people who can get you there. Oh, that's the way to do it. That's very smart. So um, I did that, and I've met my goal so far for the past four weeks. You also have to have, if you have a business, you have to have a business page, and you have to be engaging. You can't just promote, promote, promote. Um, there's, there's a Pareto rule 
It's 80-20 rule. You want to have 80% engaging content and 20% advertising. And once you cross that line, you lose engagement. People don't want to be sold to all the time. They want to learn. They want to engage. They want to feel. So you have to figure out what's the right content at the right time. You know, that's funny because I just had this conversation with somebody today. Uh, On my Facebook page, because I'm a coach and I'm in coaching groups, I get so many spiels that I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I just put together that I'm and yet nobody shares anything that they don't interact with me at all on my personal page. They I just get all this bombardment and there's I'm going to start telling them about your class because that's not right. You know, if we're in this together, then we need to be promoting each other. And I was going to start a little group saying every day just like and um, share one person that you follows what they're saying. And that way we'll be doing that circle and it'll be synergistic, I think. Yeah, a lot of people, like I said, they're looking to be connected with resources that they can use or things that interest them. So um, I think that's a great way to do it. I know I joined a group um, today, actually, through the uh, Female Entrepreneur Association. They're doing a 2016 success challenge. And I joined that group, and we started promoting each other's pages right away. And I probably got about 50 new likes on my Facebook page just from like the first 20 minutes of that. Nice, nice. And there are some groups that do that, like they have Twitter Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So everybody shares their Twitter names. Mm-hmm. And and I like when you do that. But then, yeah, it's I just get tired of seeing that. I do too. I, I, I don't like um, any advice for any businesses that are out there that add people to their groups without their consent. Stop it. It's it's rotten to just kind of force people to buy into what you're selling. Let people opt in. They'll be more loyal. You'll have customers instead of people who are kind of turned off by your business. That's a good piece of advice right there. Mm-hmm. That's that's really good. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's one of my pet peeves. I know that was um, when I, I, like I said, I joined this group today and somebody automatically added me to something and I go right in and I leave and make it so that they can't add me. If they would have asked, I probably would have opted in. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, people don't like to be pushed into Herded. things. It's like we're hurting, yeah. yes. Exactly. Let, yes. let people opt into your content. Let them buy into what you're selling. Buy into and, your- and be authentic and don't be exactly. sending me that you're having a class when I don't even know you. Exactly. Exactly. Build your trust first. Build your reputation first. Put things out. What you put out, you'll get back. So if you want to be helpful, put things out and people will seek you out. Right. And then it also shows that you know what you're talking about. Exactly. Right. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. So um, it's already it's already time to start wrapping up. So uh, let's go back into character. Becky, do you have anything? And don't just think it. All right. I have to get back. But you need a microphone. That was very good. Well, I, I think it's important that you all realize that the spiritual awakening is coming. <laughs> and it's important for all of you to move forward, progress. That's all I'm going to say because the future is coming. Very good. And so, we, if we want to be part of it. If you want to be part of the future, just roll with the progression. I'm just going to say that. Because the awakening, and she the revolution knows. She's is from coming. 2080. Yes, the revolution is coming. What about our little Egyptian Misty? 
hard work. Hard, hard work. work will get you to where you need to be and always take care of yourself. Maybe not to some extremes, but... <laughs> and be buried with your many treasures. <laughs> Absolutely. Hard work will get you what you, what you uh, seek. Very good. David, any advice for us? Oh, definitely. The present is now. Uh, you can dream about the future. You want to forget about the past. Now is the time to act. It's today. How rude. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you future people. Let it go. You past people. Oh, I'm a past person. Very good. And and our Renaissance woman, Nicole. Get used to being uncomfortable. The mosquitoes are going to bite. You're going to step on rocks. You just have to get used to it and keep moving forward. Very good. Well said. And I say be kind. Be generous with your time. Put your phone down, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and smile. Smile often yes. and to everyone. Now, there, you know, our toy drive was amazing. Over 2,000 toys were raised Yay. for the Eagles. That's yeah, awesome. it was really, good really good. Yes, and Misty and I got to do some of that. Next year, our involvement's going to be so much bigger. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. It was, that was a lot of fun. It's going to be third quarter devolution project. That's awesome. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. Like it, it did this yes. year? Oh, my gosh. It was, was so nice. Yeah. It was really good. So thank you, everybody that well did done. that. Yep, it yeah. was really fun. Um, and our Vino, our first uh, Wednesday of the month, we meet at Vino for half off wine, and that was really fun too. We had a fairly good turnout, but this time of year we always have trouble with turnout because everybody's busy baking and they're baking and shopping and <laughs> running around. But we still had fun. Yes, Christmas caroling, waffling, that sort of thing. Yes. Wassling, <laughs> wassling. I waffle, some wassle. <laughs> that was funny. Yes, Belgian waffling. With um and there's then there's your waffling fried chicken wing. <laughs> Okay, so, um, and the other thing, I wanted to remind you, if you are having problems with the app, just um, get rid of it right now, and then try to download it again every now and then. It should be fixed very soon. Apple is reviewing the changes. Uh, next week, we have, hopefully, we have um, Jennifer Ayers Gold as our guest, and Misty is the one that found her for us, and she sounds like a very interesting she person. She is a fascinating, fascinating woman, um, someone I, I truly admire. She um, has four children, two in the military. Her husband is out of state frequently wow. for long stays. Um, she is a recorded musician. She is a writer. She is a barefoot runner for distance running. Uh, she, she's just absolutely an inspiration. An inspiration to many, so I look forward to, to having Very her Very good. Very good. So that'll be fun. Um, our next uh, Divas Night Out at Vino is January 6th, so mark your calendars right now. We have a couple interesting shows coming up. We have um, our last one of the year on, I believe it's December 29th, is it? Is uh, kind of a rehash over what we've been through this last year and where we're going, and so you definitely want to tune into that one too. Lots of exciting things happening here on the Devolution Show and at W4 Divas, and we thank you so much for 
taking part out of your busy day and sharing your time with us. Again, Dave, thank you for being with us from Growers Choice Insurance. Please remember to call him if you have any questions about any kind of insurance at all. And And the number again, Dave, is please. 800? Yep, 768-9377. Very good. And Nicole, we hope that you'll come back and... How if I'm a business and I need you need you, who how do I get a hold of you? It's on our Facebook page, but Yeah, you can find me at startup with Nicole and I see O L E no H dot com. Oh, I think I might have no I didn't. I just used to see. Okay. And her um, information right now is on our Facebook page and I'm sure that we'll be talking and so um Get a hold of her. I, she, if you have a startup business or if you're thinking about starting up a business, she'll help you. I'm sure. She has some good ideas. So until next week, my friends, be real. Stay true. Know who, who you are, are and, and what, what you believe, believe because, because you are the devolution. devolution. Good night. Good we'll night, see all. you next week. Good night. If, if only my mouse would work. Good night.